Welcome to the ASHP official podcast, your guide to issues related to medication use, public health, and the profession of pharmacy. Thank you for joining us for this episode of Technician Tuesdays. These episodes provide an opportunity to share ideas and best practices focus on professional development, clinical and innovative practices, and other topics important to pharmacy technicians. My name is Dr. Tiffany Wingfield, and I am the Director of the Pharmacy Technician Forum here at ASHP, and I will be your host for today's episode. I have the pleasure of chatting today with members of the ASHP Pharmacy Technician Forum's Executive Committee. First, we have the Forum's Chair, Mr. Glenn Gard, who is Director of Compounding Compliance at Option Care Health in Chicago, Illinois. Next, we have the forum's vice chair, Ms. Joanne Myrie, who is Drug Diversion Program Manager at Alina Health in Minneapolis, Minnesota. And we also have with us the forum's executive committee members, Ms. Cindy Jeter, who is Lead Professional Services Consultant at McKesson RxO in Springdale, Arkansas, and Mr. Zach Tolman, who is Supervisor of Medication Access at the University of Utah Huntsman Cancer Hospital in Salt Lake City, Utah. Thanks everyone for joining us today. Let's get started talking about today's topic, COVID-19, practice innovations and advanced roles of pharmacy technicians. As we all know, over the last year, the COVID-19 pandemic has required and introduced many innovations and advancements within the healthcare industry to include the production and administering of vaccines as well as some long-term implications that will go well beyond 2021. These implications will continue to lead to groundbreaking practices and advanced roles within the pharmacy technician workforce, which highlight and reinforce pharmacy technicians as integral members of the patient care team. So with that being said, my first question goes to you, Zach. Since the beginning of the pandemic, What have been some notable practice changes that have affected pharmacy technicians that you hope will continue post-pandemic? What a great question to lead with, Tiffany, because obviously we've all been through some. And who at this point hasn't heard the phrase, never let a good crisis go to waste? Right. (laughs) This has been a definite crisis. And with technicians already so focused on trying to uh, advance their own role and to to professionalize themselves, they were well positioned to, to expand into some appropriate roles and alleviate some of the, the burden from other healthcare professionals in addressing this. We saw lots of broadening of technician oversight in operations, in remote work in my case, and, and in vaccinations especially. We saw CMS qualify technicians as covered persons on, on the administration of vaccines. And in my experience in Utah, I mean, we, we had been working with our state board of pharmacy for some time to facilitate remote work for technicians and define some of the terms of supervision and oversight that would allow them to practice and, and still practice remotely from the overseeing pharmacist. And it was rocky. We were making progress, but pretty slowly. And once the COVID-19 hit and everything went crazy, it was almost overnight that these things developed and we, we're now at the point where we're dialing back a little bit because uh, we, we may have overshot the mark on some things, but, but it is amazing how fast things move in a crisis. Wow. 
Well, I will say overshooting is better than undershooting, right? So let me ask you, are there any practice changes that you would like to see eliminated post-pandemic? Yeah, so in pharmacy, we tend to be a pretty risk-averse bunch. My own experience is limited, but personally, I can't imagine that uh, technicians will have taken on very many tasks or roles that that exceed the purview or the scope of, of their licensing under normal circumstances. Most of what we've taken on is stuff that makes sense for us as technicians to take on and to help with. And maybe just we need to define the oversight. Taking, for example, the remote work that I mentioned that my team worked with, we implemented that at almost almost 100% working remotely for my team of, of specialized technicians. And we've since had to, after things cleared up, we've had to dial that back a little bit. So instead of focusing on not keeping things, it's more focused on refining what we found, defining the the continued needs and advancing from there. And maybe looking at some of the things that we have been doing that don't contribute as much as we thought to quality of care or tasks that really just don't belong with certain levels of technicians. As we've seen certifications come out for advanced roles, it, it's placed in that place. In a situation where where we've seen advanced certifications come out for technicians, it's put us in a place where we can more readily and universally define some of the advanced roles that we practice under and maybe open the doors for entry-level technicians and even roles like pharmacy clerks to maybe come in and take some of the more administrative tasks and have those reassigned. But I would definitely keep the advancements we've made. Well, I think you make great points, especially talking about more refinement and definition of these advancements is critical. Along the same lines, let me ask you, Cindy, uh, kind of the same question. What have been some notable practice changes that you would like to see continue post-pandemic for pharmacy technicians? You know, Tiffany, the pandemic presented an opportunity for pharmacy technicians to really showcase their unique capabilities. So as policies and procedures were changing, sometimes hourly at the beginning of the pandemic, several health systems implemented technician operation coordinators. So technicians were essential in being able to quickly and efficiently implement new processes whether it was to close units, convert units to COVID patient care areas, change medications in unit space cabinets or reconfigure drawers, whatever was needed to meet the needs of the patients in critical care. Processing emergency trays, crash carts, and even whether a medication from a COVID unit can be returned to the pharmacy or not were all vital things that we had to quickly implement and readjust the workflow to accommodate the changing environment. So technicians are extremely knowledgeable about the flow of operations throughout the hospital, and they were able to come up with some really unique solutions because they're the frontline staff that's on the floor every day. Another essential position that I witnessed from the pandemic was a pharmacy communications coordinator. So someone that was able to coordinate communications, not only to the pharmacy staff, 
but also to different departments throughout the hospital. Designing a system that would transfer notifications in real time was imperative, not only to the pharmacy personnel physically at work at that time, but also to ensure that staff were knowledgeable about the changes taking place. So when they came on to work for their shift, they were prepared. And these communication coordinators were instrumental in reporting out to incident command centers, to hospital administrators, physicians, nurses, and ancillary personnel to other hospitals throughout health systems and pharmacy staff. So this position was essential in navigating the rapid transfer of communication and being able to adapt to an environment where personnel weren't sitting at their computers all day to check their emails. So group texting and other forms of communication had to be swiftly implemented. Another position that I saw, many health systems are beginning to leverage the scale of their complex operations and make more system-wide positions. So I have seen a position implemented called a system-wide drug shortage management coordinator. So instead of having pharmacy buyers at 10 hospitals making calls to wholesalers and vendors about allotments and items on shortage, the drug shortage management coordinator can make the call on behalf of the whole system. The coordinator can also keep track of the stock in each of the hospitals, the number of critical care patients in each hospital, and they can more expeditiously transfer necessary items throughout the system whenever necessary. And I really hope that some of those unique positions are with us to stay. Thanks, Cindy. Those are excellent examples. You know, and hearing you speak about them, I hear the theme of flexibility and adaptability to continuously changing environments, which seems to be the instrumental and driving force for the technician workforce throughout this whole pandemic. So I want to follow up with that and ask Zach and then Glenn. Do you feel the pharmacy technician workforce is well positioned or prepared to implement some of these new and innovative scopes of practice, like some of which Cindy just mentioned? A kind of a twofold question, if so, why? Or if not, what do you think is needed? Absolutely. Pharmacy technicians were well prepared for this. I don't know about you, but in my experience, high-performing technicians tend to have what my uh, chief pharmacy officer, Linda Tyler, refers to as spidey skills. Basically, this, this subset of skills that are not within the job duties as listed but that technicians pick up in order to make operations run smoothly, that, that they do because their job duty is to, quote, assist the pharmacist in caring for patients. And these skills that, that we picked up in these, these subcategories of pharmacy work built us into a dynamic of healthcare and, and a position where we could help when the need was there. So when pharmacists naturally got pulled into tasks that they could not manage at the same time as everything they were doing, the natural choice was technicians. And I can't think of a better place to be. Glenn, what's your experience been? Yeah, Zach, I agree. I think one of the 
things that's needed. And, and many organizations like ASHP and PTCB are, are working on this at, is as these advanced roles are more better defined, you know, creating certifications and toolkits in which individuals can demonstrate competency and knowledge in these areas and bring forth to their organizations these advanced roles, these innovative techniques of helping uh, better position uh, the pharmacy technician workforce to be more innovative, to incorporate a broader scope of practice, and to take on these advanced roles um, in, within their, their health systems. Excellent. Zach, you know, I like that term, spidey skills. I may have to adopt that. That's a great term. It really is. And it describes so much of what is going on. Thanks also, Glenn. Definitely agree with you that the creation of certifications to demonstrate competency in these areas is a growing need and will definitely help to advance the workforce and the profession. I'd like to follow up with that and ask you, Glenn, what challenges do you foresee post-pandemic that may impact more innovative practices or advanced roles for pharmacy technicians? That's a, that's a great follow-up, Tiffany. I think, you know, one of the biggest limitations we have, it's a double-edged sword, is regulatory. So as we define scope of practice or what technicians can do at state-by-state levels, um, you know, it can limit or it can offer opportunities as well. Zach mentioned earlier having different stratas of, of pharmacy practice, pharmacy technicians, things like clerks or pharmacy students or, or pharmacy technicians in, in training um, and those sorts of categories that can lead to those, those advanced roles, having technicians who are uh, registered with the state, you know, requiring certification, being able to broaden their scope of practice. I think as we see, um, you know, new credentials like the CSPT, Compounded Sterile Preparation Technician, uh, the CPHT Advanced, we can see that states are going to have more tools to, to reference when creating these different roles in different registration. We've even had conversations with some states looking at licensure for technicians, uh, you know, so developing even further and expanding their scope of practice. So there's some of those legal things that will, you know, cause us to, to have challenges advancing roles for pharmacy technicians, but also helping us advance them. You know, I spoke earlier about the credentials and certifications, you know, as more of those come out, the more relevant to everyone's setting and um, practice, and those will certainly help them expand their roles. Well, I think you make some great points, mentioning state regulations, potential licensures, and certifications like CSPT to expand scope of practice is really critical. While they are challenges, they also provide so much opportunity. So following up with that, Joanne, you've worked in a variety of pharmacy technician roles, as well as for a sizable health system for quite some time. You know, based on this experience, do you think your organization is prepared to adapt to some of the challenges that Glenn just mentioned? You know, I do, Tiffany. Here in Minnesota, we're fortunate to have strong pharmacy leaders that really advocate for and support pharmacy technicians, both locally and nationally, whether that being advocating for advancing the roles of the pharmacy technician with our Board of Pharmacy 
or advocating alongside of ASHP for standardization and training and education, as well as promoting a lot of the advanced roles that we've heard about and talked about earlier today. Specifically here in my organization, our leaders consistently advocate for and support the technician workforce. I've been fortunate enough to benefit from that support as I've had the opportunity to practice as a hospital pharmacy operations manager. And now I'm currently in a system position similar to what Cindy mentioned, where I um, focus on facilitating our drug diversion program across 13 hospitals and multiple clinics and other entities within our organization. So my organization really does a great job tapping into the talents and skills that our technicians bring to work every day. They create those advanced roles. They engage our technicians in projects, activities, even the decisions that may impact their work. So they're continuously showing that they value the pharmacy technician and what do they bring to the organization as well as the profession. That's awesome and really great to hear, Joanne, you know, especially since your organization and its leadership are so supportive. That's vital. You know, along with having certifications and tools and resources, we also know that having support from leadership is just as vital in promoting the workforce of pharmacy technicians. So to follow up, I want to ask Joanne first, then Cindy, then Glenn. Considering, you know, the evolving responsibilities that we are seeing as a result of the pandemic, and also the evolving nature of healthcare for the roles of pharmacists as well as pharmacy technicians. And then, you know, also given the increased reliance on automation and technology, my question would be, you know, given all of these things, what excites you most about the future of pharmacy technician practice advancements? <laughs> well, the easy answer is everything. Right. Um, <laughs> participating in conversations like these and having opportunities to share our stories and examples of the great work and pharmacy technicians stepping in to, to gaps and laps in practice where they're needed. All of those opportunities that I continue to hear about across the country that showcase that incredible work and the contributions that the technicians participate in. And, and as Zach said earlier, that speedy sense, they just do it. It's just part of that softness that we have and, and that we've built upon over years. You know, and I think another thing that really excites me is, is the commitment of different organizations um, such as ASHP that continue to advocate for us and continue to help elevate the roles of our pharmacy technician workforce. And then, of course, the work of this forum and all of our advisory groups and the opportunities, the tools, the information that they're sharing, the advocation that they're doing for all of our members is also something that really excites me. Cindy, I'd like to hear what excites you. Those were great examples, Joanne, and I'd like to say ditto to all of those. But one thing I'd like to add that really excites me the most about the future is the opportunity. There's more opportunities than ever before for technicians to find their perfect niche in pharmacy. Mm. So whether it's sterile compounding and oncology or business management and informatics, analytics or training or working directly with patients, taking medication histories or patient assistance programs to more community outreach. The recent inclusion of pharmacy technicians in the administration of vaccines was absolutely thrilling to me, and it warmed my heart. So many of us got into healthcare because we wanted to help people, and I see the sky absolutely opening up with more and more opportunities to do just that. 
Glenn, what are your thoughts? You know, Cindy, I think I echo so much of what you and Joanne have mentioned. You know, looking back uh, at when I started my career as a pharmacy technician to see where we've come now, it's incredible the advancements that have been made. And I know just alone in the last five years or three years when this forum was created by ASHP, so much has happened already in, in that short amount of time. Technicians are becoming incredibly well-respected in their fields of specialty. Just, just as you mentioned, I, I know a number of individuals who are seen as experts in 340B, sterile compounding, HD compounding. And, you know, it just gets me so excited to know that those individuals are laying a foundation that others can grow on and really paving the way for others. So I'm incredibly excited to see what happens in the next year, let alone, you know, the next five, 10 years. Exciting times indeed. You know, Joanne, Cindy, and Glenn, you can't see my face, but I'm over here gleaming. I'm excited, you know, as the director of the forum and to see how it has served, even in the smallest capacity, to help build those kinds of opportunities and to help bring that awareness and exposure to pharmacy technicians that, you know, this is more than just a job, it's a career. And there are opportunities for expansion. So I will ask my last question to our chair, Glenn, not to get too sappy, but Glenn, as the last inaugural member of the forum's executive committee, this is your final term. You've been with the forum since its inception in April, 2018, which, you know, you have for firsthand been able to see not only, you know, the forum growing as members over the last three years, but also develop numerous tools and resources on a national scale. So setting up that stage for our listeners to know, and from that perspective, what is your ideal vision for the pharmacy technician workforce in say the next five to 10 years? Tiffany, I see the pharmacy technician profession continuing to grow and gaining respect. At, you know, Seeing pharmacy technicians as true healthcare professionals. As we standardize and create toolkits and certifications, you know, across the country, and then standardizing um, education and training requirements, um, developing registration or possibly licensure in the various states through the BOPs, and seeing that support from organizations like ASHP, the PTCB, NABP, having so many players supporting this, we will see the profession growing. And, and really standardizing. And I think, you know, as a forum, as our members, we need to continue supporting one another. As an organization, ASHP has created a great environment for its members to inspire each other, to mentor each other, and to highlight the many tremendous contributions uh, that our pharmacy technician members have contributed to their communities. You know, and we've developed ways of creating and sharing opportunities to advance. And, and again, like I mentioned earlier, continuing our national collaborations between the key players, including ASHP. And as more advanced certifications become available to the market, I think we're going to begin seeing them being adopted into the hiring process and criteria for advanced roles, and that more of those advanced roles will be developed. And eventually, we'll see a fair market incentive offered to our pharmacy technician members as well. I aspire for that to happen as well, Glenn. You know, I think you outlined excellent visionary ideals for the profession. 
and I think they are achievable. Having you all on the executive committee really sheds light into many aspects of the pharmacy technician workforce, you know, from what Zach does to what Cindy and Joanne do and what you do, Glenn. You all work in widely varied roles, but you all come together with a collective vision and drive to propel the vision forward. And I feel like we're in good hands with members like you helping to bring that vision to life. So with that said, we are just about out of time today, but I want to thank again our executive committee members, Glenn, Joanne, Cindy, and Zach, for taking the time to share with us your perspectives on COVID-19, practice innovations, and advanced roles of pharmacy technicians has been rewarding to hear. To our podcast listeners, if you haven't before, I encourage you to check out ASHP's Pharmacy Technician Forum resources, which can be found at ashp.org forward slash pharmacy hyphen technicians. I'd also like to share some of our member exclusive offerings that are available to ASHP Pharmacy Technician members. These include over 40 hours of T-designated CE offerings through our continuing education portal, pharmacytechce.org. We also offer pharmacy technician toolkits. We just launched last October a resume CV review program for our pharmacy technician members. And we also provide monthly technician news links and platforms such as the ASHP Pharmacy Technician Connect community, where you can exchange ideas and post questions with your peers on a national scale. Again, I'm Tiffany Wingfield, and thanks for tuning in for this episode of Technician Tuesday. Be sure to subscribe to ASHP official podcast for more episodes. Thank you for listening to ASHP official, the voice of pharmacists advancing healthcare. Be sure to visit ashp.org forward slash podcast to discover more great episodes, access show notes, and download the episode transcript. If you loved the episode and want to hear more, be sure to subscribe, rate, or leave a review. Join us next time on ASHP Official.